0: That's just what they'll do. (laughs) One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. (laughs) What's up, everybody? You ready,
1: Boots? I'm ready, Boots. Start walking. (laughs) Welcome to Lights, Camera, Cocktails. We are a podcast that pairs amazing frozen drinks with amazing... Badass movies. (laughs) I didn't mean
0: for them freeze, but they're real cold.
1: (laughs) This shit is cold. Uh, And uh, my name is Jason, by the way, if y'all didn't know. And I am Zenobia. And we love Zenobia because she makes us drink.
0: I get you drunk once a week. All right. And it's our favorite day of the week.
1: Happy Wednesday. Just kidding. It's Friday for us, but Wednesday for you guys. So happy Wednesday to you. Happy Friday to you. Happy
0: Friday. You know what I've been singing all week? What? Or at least all day. What's that? Waiting for tonight. Oh. Is that why you were listening that's to that That's why I was earlier? listening to it. Because I've been wanting to, to drink all week. And so today I worked. You had a hell talking. of a week. Yeah. And a beer just wouldn't cut it. It was not going to cut it. So are you ready to... Are you ready to drink? Yes, I already got this thing in my hand. Okay, so we are drinking six barrel shotgun cocktail.
1: Ooh, I like that
0: name. Yeah. Six barrel... Mm-hmm. My homie Daniel helped me figure out a drink for this movie because I actually had a little problem. It was just, just hard for me to find something to go with this. Oh, okay. He came up with this and...
1: It was a nice one. Shit, I think you knocked it out. Well, uh, I mean, we'll see how it tastes. We'll see how it tastes. We
0: have not drank it, it yet. It looks
1: mighty nice. It looks like, like a Long Island or something.
0: Kind of. Slightly. Okay, let me tell you what's in this. Give me it. One ounce of gin one ounce Fuck. of brandy, <laughs> one ounce of rum, three-fourths ounce of sweet vermouth, one ounce of simple syrup, one ounce of lemon juice, and three dashes of
1: bitters. Every time I hear vermouth, I just think of Christina Applegate. Kick the vermouth in the side with a pair of steel toe boots.
2: <laughs>
0: That's sweet true. Sweet or dry? Oh, just a little bit of both. <laughs> and we'll talk about this. Okay, so... That is what you're going to need. You're going to mix all this into a shaker. Mm -hmm. Put it in either a tiki glass or a Collins glass, it said. Okay. We got the Collins glass here. And you could garnish it with some berries or fruits if you'd like to. But let's try this. I get that. This drink, though. Six-barrel shotgun. Cheers. Coming at you. Mm. Oh, my God. Oof. It actually is really good. It's good, but wow.
1: It's like sucking on a lemon for a minute.
0: That helps because I was afraid all that alcohol was just going to taste straight alcohol. Mm -hmm.
1: That's nice. Yeah. Oh my God, that's a lot of alcohol though. I'm Mm -hmm. having one. And a half. Three uh, regular. I put a lot of ice in there. You did put a lot of ice and then some of the. Ice is froze, or some of the liquid was frozen, which yes. is like a nice little s- slushy texture.
0: It also said that you could have crushed ice. Okay. Not but
1: good. there's also gin, so that's the last thing I'm saying tonight. <laughs> I know.
0: I picked it because the name was cool, and I literally had everything in here.
1: Okay. No, this is a great drink and that is a great name.
0: We did actually use blood orange bitters, our old standard favorite on our bar here.
1: We haven't dipped into that in a little while.
0: Yeah, so it's here Mm -hmm. and I can taste that.
1: good. Okay, I see you. Well, cheers to you guys at home. We hope you guys are having a great Wednesday.
0: All right, so you ready for some herstory?
1: On the six barrel shotgun? On vermouth. Ooh, yes. You ready? Now I can order something with vermouth. Mm-hmm. Cuz I don't know what the hell it is.
0: Vermouth is something that we normally see with whiskey and it's also big into the martini world.
1: All right, I got to behave myself cuz that is tasty.
0: It's very good. Like I said, it's kind of t- it's it's kind of like a Long Island minus the tequila. Okay. Which I kind of like because I'm not a big fan of tequila.
1: But I like tequila in a margarita.
0: Yes. Or in a Long Island. Mm-hmm. So, are you ready for the Vermouth history? Yes. Do you know what Vermouth is?
1: I don't know. I'm I'm assuming it's like a mixer of some sort.
0: It is a low alcohol wine. Ooh. Okay. Right. I had no clue about that, but uh, there you go. Um, and back in the 16th century, the Italians invented it as like some sort of like medicine cure. I didn't gotcha. dig in heavily onto what some of the cures are. I'm gonna save that for another. They tried vermouth. that
1: shit on the black plague or what?
0: Something. I didn't. Okay. I didn't dive into that, but I will the next time we have. Master
1: John was trying to heal some folks with vermouth.
0: With so vermouth. The word. Do you know what the word vermouth means? Uh uh-uh. uh Okay, so the word vermouth comes from the way the French people would say the German word wormwood. Ah. Oh, because back okay. in the day wines had wormwood in it got gotcha. you and so apparently that's how you got weird th- <laughs> we do get weird on our wormwood. <laughs> those
1: episodes are always a little weird you feeling it i'm not feeling a goddamn thing
0: yep. <laughs> a little green fairy so um wormwood was in wine it is no longer in wine okay but the name stuck gotcha i don't know how vermouth and wormwood sound anything alike but I kept seeing that in my research, and I was like, okay.
1: They took the hallucinogens out of wine, and that's why it's acceptable all across the country.
0: I did learn something. We're going to kill the vermouth tonight, but the next vermouth we do get, uh-huh. we store it in the refrigerator.
1: Word. Yeah.
0: It's better for it, I guess. Better for me. I guess. I all right. Know. So we've had that vermouth for a long time. and all the articles, were talking about how it's the, the item in your bar that's... In the back, that's all dusty, and mm. you only bust it out once in a blue moon. That's vermouth. That's our vermouth. So there's dry vermouth, yeah. and there's sweet vermouth.
1: I mean, we ain't got a freaking cellar or nothing yet, you know? Yes. We're in the dining room, people. Yes. <laughs> but when we do, we're going to have our vermouth in a well, excuse fridge. me. My goodness.
0: So there's sweet vermouth and dry vermouth. Sweet vermouth is what we're drinking right now. Okay. It is with used with red wine. Gotcha. And then we have the dry vermouth, which is used with white rind, which I think is pretty funny because those wines in the wine world are usually reversed. Like, I feel like the white rinds are more sweeter than the red ones. Okay. But in the vermouth yeah. world. Yeah. I
1: mean, there there can be some sweet uh, reds. Uh, reds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's usually my preference. We do. But, you know. We just picked up another one last night. I don't remember what it's called, and they're not sponsoring us, so I'm not going to go and grab it yet. But, you know, if any wines out there want to sponsor us, by all means, we'll give you a shout out.
0: I will do a movie all about wine. Yeah. Well, like uh, Sideway? Clouds. Oh, okay.
1: That's all about wine, dude. Okay. I was thinking. We can finally talk about Keanu. (laughs) I was thinking about Sideways. Maybe have a fucking wine. But, yeah. You crash the grapes.
0: That is my her on vermouth
1: i like that that's a good one i didn't know that vermouth was a wine
0: uh neither did i mm. who knew that that's what we i did we just put wine in our drink is that
1: that green bottle back What's there? this one okay yeah. it is a wine bottle
0: Mm-hmm.
1: okay sweet vermouth
0: this was donated to us by mm-hmm. sweet vermouth we'll that shit this. is good but it's good
1: all right so you want to tell people what movie you picked for this week
0: Natural born killers.
1: A little crazy.
0: Okay, so I picked this movie because of the Murderino inside me and Mm -hmm. inside of a lot of other people. A lot of our listeners, a lot of our listeners, a lot of podcasts, Mm -hmm. a lot of everybody. And I feel like this is a great way to wrap everything into one.
1: Not following.
0: Because if you are into true crime. Okay then this is a great movie for you because it not only ties in real serial killers and their influence on the world, but it makes up their own and show you how they can go globally being icons. You okay. can walk around with fucking Charles Manson shirts. Dude. You know? Word. Yeah. I'm going to be real with you. He is probably the serial... Since ki- you think? The- <laughs> Shut up. He's probably the... I'm more most interested in the, him as a serial killer than any other serial killer. Okay. But I don't think I would walk around with his fucking face on there.
1: Dude, not to change subject, but I've been simping this thing and it's barely moved. Shit.
0: It tastes good. You guys don't sleep on the it tastes really good six, six barrel, barrel shotgun. shotgun. Shit. That actually tastes That's a tasty drink. You know what I feel like we should mm, have? That is a tasty, tasty drink. Thing. Maybe some <laughs> I feel like it needs a little like
1: armoredo maybe but i like it i like it though i like it as is and i'm already feeling like it's going to uh oh yeah
0: you yeah. saw how much alcohol only two things in there was not alcohol no nah, simple damn. syrup and lemon juice
1: <laughs> we about to get real fucked up
0: you want me to hit you with the stats
1: hit me with the stats
0: all right so this movie natural born killers dropped august 26 1994
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're feeling yourself he's just sipping and he's already feeling good okay so the budget 34 million dollars to make this
1: that's a big ass budget
0: well i mean
2: it's a
1: healthy budget
0: i feel like once you like actually sit down and see all that they've done it's not that bad i would say i would put that around 50 million but maybe i mean i don't know what 90 um Yes because know. okay, well, thirty four million in nineteen ninety four is fifty eight million today. So that actually makes some sense I feel like, for
1: me. Yeah, I feel like that's an inflated budget. Like I feel like this movie could have been made for a lot less, but judging by the cast that they got, that's probably why it's uh expensive. Because for this type of movie you need a fucking killer cast
0: and they he they got it and they did especially the two people the two leads mm-hmm. had to get paid mm-hmm. and they were they on were top already, of their game right there too they were already yeah like i was gonna say they were already stars stars for sure plus you have like roddy dangerville that you gotta fucking right? pay yeah, i mean right. like there's just so many people in this so yeah they made 50 million dollars
1: opening weekend or just in general i
0: think it's in general dude In today's money, that'd be like eighty-six million. So they did pretty good. Okay. If you put in that,
1: I mean, they made a profit. That's all you can ask for. Shit, good job, Mr. Oliver.
0: Okay, so Rotten Tomatoes. These hoes. You ready for these hoes? (laughs) Critics, forty-seven percent. Okay. Audience, eighty-one percent. Okay. Zenobia, ninety-five percent. This movie is awesome. It has so many like. I don't. I don't want this taken as a bad thing, but I feel like it's like a student film trying to be uh, Oliver Stone, just using every technique like possible, you know, they're like, we're going to cut these in, we're going to change from color to black and white, we're going to add these visuals in and things like, it's just made for, I feel like our generation of people who can't pay attention for long times, periods of times. Because there's so many cuts, there's so many like, in your face, mm-hmm. you have to pay attention because you'll be like, what the fuck is this devil dude in blood? Like, what is this?
1: Can I give you uh, my filmmaker's point of view on this? I'm scared. <laughs> you worried I'm going to shit all over it? I kind of I'm am, not going to shit all over it. Because this is my pick. It is your pick. It is a niche audience for sure. Yeah. You know, this is geared specifically towards a certain type of uh, film lover me yes <laughs> but you're not a category
0: the Zenobia category i'm yes, about to make it absolutely okay
1: so uh this movie is ayahuasca ceremony and a mushroom trip rolled into one with a murder mystery uh on top sort of feel you there's, might no, say. Mystery. there's no mystery there's no mystery but you know how I, yeah you know how my mouth runs
0: yeah <laughs> okay okay
1: so uh oliver stone is one of those filmmakers who doesn't think within the box,
0: which is probably which why is great, love especially so
1: for something like this. This movie, you don't need to be on shrooms to trip out on it.
0: But maybe I should. I've never done shrooms and watched this. Before. I'm
1: sure it's a thing. I'm sure people groups get together to go on shrooms and watch. this I've buddy. done it's fear the type and of loathing. Movie you want to watch? On I've done. Shrooms, f- I would say
0: I've done fear and loathing on shrooms, and that was. Mm-hmm. That was. (laughs) Now, as
1: far as like our generation having like a short attention span and things like that, I have mixed feelings about it. Like I feel like, yes, a lot of us do, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, those same people are craving things with longer attention spans, you might say. Like a podcast, people listen to us from start to finish because they don't want to – just see a 15 second clip they don't want to just hear a short little thing on youtube they want to be sitting in and immersing themselves in a conversation yeah you know what i mean um and this movie he did pull out a lot of tricks a lot of filmmaking tricks Mm -hmm. uh i want to say this was shot on real film and that's why you have so many different color variations. That's why a lot of the shots, not a lot, but select shots are switched to a negative feel. Mm-hmm. Like you're looking through film mm-hmm. strip in the negative before it's actually like been developed right. and stuff. Not only that, there's a certain feel. He almost, the way he moves the camera in this movie, he wants you to feel like you're on something it's constantly swaying back and forth and it's like wobbling as it's like looking down if you notice he does a lot of increased downward angle shots he
0: has a lot of a lot of
1: those a lot of movement a lot of like push ins Mm -hmm. and things like that a lot of jump cuts or smash cuts which are very quick they're only like two frames max and it's like shooting to like demons or to memories and stuff so my dude fucking killed it as oliver stone does and that's why he is oliver stone and he lives on a mountain somewhere
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean i picked the six barrel shotgun people yes i picked this movie because of Oliver Stone? hmm Because a lot of the people in this cast, we we've already one?
1: talked about. No. We haven't done an Oliver Stone
0: movie no, yet. No, that's literally why I picked it. I mm-hmm. felt like we needed to talk about him. Okay. We've already talked about Woody Harrelson. Many a time. Is this our fourth time talking about him?
1: Probably.
0: It? Money Train.
1: Money Train. White Man Can't White Jump. White Man Can't jump. Did we do Friends with Benefits? We did.
0: There he, that's what it is. I Friends was like, with Benefits. I third one. He's in there. And so this is his fourth one on this our is show. fourth one. Natural Born Killers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you ready for the motherfucking drinking game? Yes, yes, I, I.
1: Am. Yes, I am.
0: All right, so you ready? I'm ready. It took me a minute to figure out what we were going to do for this drinking <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot of things in this movie, and I was trying not to kill you guys, and I was trying not to be too much. But you don't
1: if... want to have more than like two of these, I would say.
0: Yeah, because we're only sipping. Dude, we're sipping. That's how because we know YouTube how good Look at is. this
1: shit. I'm sipping and I
0: feel good. All right, I'm gonna have one more, but <laughs> that's it. Maybe one more after that. <laughs> so grab your six barrel shotgun. Yes. Hold it close and get ready for the drinking game. Okay. Take one simp when someone gets killed.
1: I mean, naturally.
0: Yeah, because they are naturally born killers. <laughs> and. I didn't. Don't have. A
1: I didn't even mean to th- weave that in there, but I like it.
2: I'm the only clerk left. You forget something? Oh, what's that? I don't care, you. What is there to talk about? getting screwed. No!
0: I did not have a chance to look up how many kills are in this movie, mm-hmm. but a lot. And I'm taking anybody getting killed, not just Mallory and. Mickey killing people.
1: Oh yeah. Because there's a couple of the deaths that Because are not the by fucking their hands. detective, he kills uh-huh, his little, little prostitute weirdo. and shit. Uh-huh. Okay, so fifty-two according to Wayne. Just with uh Mickey and Mallory.
0: Oh. Oh, then there's a
1: lot. Yeah. Oh my god, because Sip lightly. S- slip
0: sip lightly because literally during the fucking riot, people are dying left and right. Sure. Take one simp when Wayne Gale clip shows up. So when one of his clips mm. of his sh- episodes show up, even when he's in the editing room and they're editing and the clips are up, you take a simp. Okay. Of the American landscape, but to Mickey and Mallory Knox, who are still at large, it is literally a candy lane of murder and mayhem. I'm not going to take him Gerald to be alive interviewing Mickey, but I will take all the other clips. Gotcha. So we're going to take one simp when Mickey and Mallory... Is said together.
2: What do you think of Mickey and Mallory,
0: huh? I
2: love Mickey and Mallory. you got Mickey and Mallory.
0: i Mickey and Mallory. Tell Mickey and Mallory Knox, did it all right? So not separately, someone Mickey has... Mickey and Mallory Knox. Yes. Okay, gotcha. All over the world, anytime they're in the news, they usually say their name together. So you take a sip of that. you going to take one sip when... Mallory has a new wig. Ooh. She changes it up a little bit. She does. She
1: goes from blonde to black to blonde again. That short. To the short. Okay.
0: Yeah. So it's it all... called like a pixie cut almost? Mm-hmm. All those you take a simp. Now this one is gonna be for my murderinos because if you don't know, then you don't know. Okay. So I don't know. You take a simp when you see a real serial killer or a killer on screen. Gotcha. So when you see Manson. MD1 on John Wayne Gacy? Uh, yeah. yeah. Who got the higher rating? I almost blew him away. What about that crazy motherfucker, Ted Bundy? No, you, you got the Roger Nielsen shit. You're big. you Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. yeah. What about Manson? Manson picture. Well, yeah, it's pretty hard to beat the king. When you see one of the Menendez brothers, when you see OJ, I need you to take a sip. Okay. Simple. You're gonna take a sip? when a double take is said go get the stuff go, go get, get the stuff then or, or i would like to call it like a glitch so that is when they say something twice in two different ways okay cuz you know how that happens like
1: you're almost in that dream sequence mm mm-hmm.
0: when they do those that's a simp
1: got gotcha. you
0: you're going to take a simp when mickey and Mallory kiss
1: imagine kissing you not making love just
2: Kissing for hours and hours on Kind of. <laughs> Sweet, crazy ass couple. They do
0: a lot of kissing, so uh, get ready for that. You're gonna take one sip when the clips show in the background. So, whenever, like, when they're in the hotel room. And he's watching TV. And, and it's then like you,
1: about them sort of thing?
0: Yeah, I feel like those clips are like okay. the internal of what they're going through. So like gotcha. they'll show Mallory and in the window will be a picture of like, an ectopic bomb or whatever they show. You're going to take a sip.
1: Got gotcha. you. Okay.
0: you going to take a sip when someone says Fuck.
1: Is there a lot of fucks in
2: this? I swear to God, I'll cut to fucking dicks off right here, right
0: now. Um, I feel like they emphasize them a lot It's a in fucking there. joke, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's, oh, what did she say fuck for? She said something. There's a bunch of them. They throw them in there. And not just Mallory and Mickey, but like... Everybody. Everybody be throwing in. The detective be throwing in there. Tommy Lee. There's fucks in there. So fucking simp. Okay. So you're going to take one simp when... Is his name McCluskey? Tommy Lee? What's Tommy Lee Jones' name?
1: Uh, I think so. Like, McCloskey or something like McCloskey. that.
0: McCloskey. So when McClowski says... You feel it, Jack? Silence in the air? Yeah. It's the one thing you don't want in a prison, Jack. Silence. You take a Sam. Okay. Says it about two or three times. Okay. So, you take a Sam on that. Shit. Okay? Okay. <laughs> you ready to finish that drink? Fuck
1: no, I'm not ready. So you gonna
0: finish the drink... Shit.
1: We're gonna end this podcast early.
0: When they kill Mallory's parents.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: He's
2: dead! He's dead! Now
0: where's the old bag?
2: He's dead! He's dead! <laughs>
0: That's a good spot. It's a good spot. So when she's like, they're dead, and she <laughs> burns the house. You're finally she's free. free. <laughs> I kind of wonder what happens to her brother, because he's like already kind of weird, crazy, with like his like kiss makeup on, and in a yeah. burning house with dead parents.
1: Maybe they, maybe he was salvaged. I don't know.
0: He looked happy. Like, fuck yeah, let's kill these people. Mm-hmm. So you're going to finish your drink when they get caught at the drugstore. So when they finally do their little shootout with the cops, and they round them in. cops.
2: Hurry, I'll make you out with the car, okay? Get the car. I'll get the snake juice.
0: You take it, Sam. Got you. You also gonna finish your drink when they bust out of jail. So once they get out and they're in the woods with fucking Robert Downey Jr.'s ass, and they're doing their last little interview, you take a simp, because they free. Yeah. Oh, we're going to do a little wrap-up, all right, Wayne. But it won't be you staring in the camera
1: looking dumb and acting stupid. Instead, you're going to be staring down the barrels of our shotguns. We're going to be blowing your brains all over that tree back there. That's a good one.
0: You got anything to add?
1: What, you take a simp or you finish your drink?
0: You're going to finish that shit. That's the thing. Okay. That, Did I say simp?
1: Yeah, you said simp. It's
0: the fucking gin. Goddamn. Last week, I was so Jen not even... strikes again. I was like, oh, just let me get through this episode. Then I pick a drink that has more gin in it, so
1: Lord just give me get me through this gin. I promise I'll never I'll never buy gin again. But shit, we keep doing it.
0: We have so much gin on this show. Right. There's like Three different models. end up
1: like old Jewish dudes drinking gin all over. Gin, always gin.
0: Hey, man, gin and juice, man.
1: Get them off the malice and get them at the price. A couple of this. <laughs> Do you have anything to add to this drinking game? Uh, No, and that's mostly because it's not area of professionalism.
0: What, drinking games?
1: No, this particular movie. Okay. Like, I'd never seen it before. Wait. This week.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. I've, I've seen bits and pieces of okay. it. I've never watched it all the way through. It's just, it's not okay. my style.
0: Okay. You know, well, it's not my... It? Hold on, hold on. And that is The Motherfucking Drinking Game. game. Uh, yes! All right, so tell me, how'd you, how'd you enjoy it? For somebody out there who's listening that has not seen it, what'd you think?
1: From a filmmaker's point of view, fantastic. I think that's probably phenomenal. why I love it. It's so like, much. As a filmmaker, I just want to study the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As an actor, I just want to study the fucking movie.
0: I just There's certain the
1: performances movie. in here that we will dive into that it's like, oh, yeah. I just want to fuck. say, the Get reason why, it, why it's getting a
0: 95 is because the casting is on motherfucking point. Mm-hmm. There's no one I would substitute for anybody in this movie.
1: No, they're fucking great. Yeah. But as like a, wa- a watcher, you know, great movie, not what I would go to but that's because it's not my mm-hmm. genre.
0: It's very gory.
1: It's gory, which I don't mind the gore. It's just not my genre. Mm. You know what I mean?
0: I guess I like violence. And
1: therefore because it's not my genre and because I don't feel equipped to give it a rating. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I I'm not the person to ask. Like I'm the I person I would to not ask. be the right person to vote on this for Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Oh, I did, and it got... It, I gave it 100 just mm-hmm. because I I felt like the number was not high enough. Sure. But, yeah, like I said, there's so many different techniques in this movie that you mm-hmm. can, like, learn from and grow Absolutely. from, and it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. So... For show.
1: Sure. Let's Oliver talk about Stone our... knew what he was doing.
0: Let's talk about him.
1: Oliver? Yeah. My dude uh, came up I want to during... get stoned
0: with Stone. <laughs> That's what I'm
1: trying to get at. Oliver Stone came up during the same time... As Martin Scorsese and Steven Spielberg, are two Brian favorites, De Palmo and all yeah. all those guys, George Lucas, you know, he's from the same time, same opportunities, you might say. Mm-hmm. And he went the, I don't know what you would call it, the psychedelic route. You know, I mean, he's got resume as long as my arm. You know, yeah, from his- this movie to JFK to Platoon. <sighs> Born on the 4th of July, Any Given Sunday, like, the list goes on.
0: That is him and every kid Sunday. Yeah. You're right, you're right.
1: I'm pretty sure he directed Any Savage Given Savage
0: is probably my new favorite of his, and I was debating on doing that one or this one. Okay. Have you seen Savage?
1: I have not seen Savage, no.
0: Sama Hayek? She's a bad guy, with is fun. Savages. What did I say? I Savage. have seen Savages. Savages, yes, okay. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, different. It's okay, Jim. so he directed that one, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got you. Yes.
0: And fucking John Travolta. Like, that movie, on point, and it will be on this show because I actually enjoy that a lot. Um, Stone went to Yale. Did you know that?
1: I did not know that.
0: Did you know that he dropped out of Yale? Motherfucker. And he became a soldier in the Vietnam War.
1: Did not know that either.
0: Yes. I didn't know that either. And so, at this point where he's like, you know, a soldier... He gets really deep into the 60s and he becomes fans Dad. of The Doors, which is a movie that he also directed, uh-huh. and like Jefferson Airplane and The Mamas and the Babas and shit like that. That was what he was like fucking California into. California dreams. Yeah. Smoking weed and doing psychedelics kind of happened for him in the 60s. I'm Gotcha. Just, I just want to say I'm uber jealous for anybody who like lived through the 60s because- mom. yes. Drugs were way better back then, minus weed. Weed minus is better weed. weed is better now. But psychedelics and shit, I wouldn't even they were safer. Have, I wouldn't have even known that they were as bad as they are back then and I would have done them. Mm-hmm. I can't do them now because I fucking know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But back then I wouldn't. I would have done
1: that shit. Sure. But we're at a time where we actually know what the uh dangers are. That's how I feel. Well. I feel like Oliver's just one of the lucky ones. I am made it scared.
0: That if I was in the '60s, I would be like the kid from Sandlot. That was like he got really into the '60s, and no, no one, one ever, ever heard saw him, him again. again. <laughs> that would <laughs> <made> me. possibly. <laughs>
1: like, Don't get me wrong. You would live like ten years of an amazing life. Yeah, but
0: the rest of your life, if, if is there is a rest it? of the life, no. yeah. Um, Stone he also has a bronze star and a purple heart. He a My decorated dude. dude. Yeah, he ain't just out there shuffle and jiving, Mm-mm. he was out there saving lives and doing things got you so after he was out of the army that i think he did two terms for but i'm not sure okay he started working on his films sure he started busting out student films started busting out a bunch of things yeah and one of the, and he started writing a lot of things
1: i'm sure this is where platoon came from
0: i f- definitely feel like P- platoon came did he write that too
1: I don't know if he was the writer. I'm pretty sure he was I mean, was the he writer. did direct that. He was direct the director that, but, for sure. But I'm almost positive he was the writer as well.
0: Well, he got into writing, and he wrote one of my favorite movies that maybe for 80s Month will be on
1: here. What's that?
0: Scarface. Ah. He even does a nod to it in the movie because- He is the writer. For presume, that makes sense. But he also you know, puts his own fucking movie he wrote in this movie. When Mickey is watching TV... That's
2: true. It is one yes, it of does. the
0: best scenes in Scarface, I must say, is the bathroom scene with the fucking chainsaw, and he's watching it.
2: About why they're making all these stupid fucking movies. Anybody out there in Hollywood losing kissing anymore? Dude, that
1: fucking scene.
0: I have to put this in for the next 80 oh, months because that, that is such is a good movie.
1: That shit is gory.
0: So you know that we like directors who... Do cool things on set to get everybody in the mood. Mm -hmm. Oliver Stone is no different. What does he do? He would play African tribal music full blast on set so that it would keep everybody frantic. Like it would keep a frantic mood for everybody. Okay. Make seem like, oh well, you know, we gotta do this because it's like
1: Yeah. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Some uh
0: which I don't know how that would do for me. I don't think it would make me frantic. Mm-hmm. I think it would make me more like, I'd just be on set dancing. Okay. Hard, you know. But Man, I don't
1: know the worst of that song. I just smile and do the Africa face.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. That's some, uh, what is it called? Mental warfare or whatever? Psych- oh. Psychedelic warfare.
0: Well, I mean... It's kind of funny that you say that. Uh Uh-oh. Because that is a technique that they use. You know, I'm a murderino. This is kind of the technique that they use during Waco, Texas. Oh, They were trying to get people out of Waco, Texas. Uh They, like...
1: Which they do reference in this movie. They do. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, I might be wrong, but if I'm not, the song that they used to, like, try to, like, drown them out to get them to come out was Mm -hmm. These Boots Were Made for Walking. Ah,
1: You probably right. I think I'm right. I think, I think you're I'm right. right.
0: Too. <laughs> okay. But yeah, Got which you. is just something that Mallory sings when she's getting arrested mm-hmm. after her snake bite, she's fucked.
1: Yeah, for
2: sure. She's
0: me that's
2: just what they all do. and I'll walk over. Which
1: when the hell do they ever get the anti venom? Once they go to jail? Yeah, and they just get them. They're too valuable to let die.
0: Well, yeah, you don't want them to go out like that. Then they're heroes.
1: I don't know. I mean.
0: I like when the people get caught. Not necessarily in movies. Mm-hmm. Definitely in real life, though. Oh, yeah. Like, I love when you know... Fucking Golden State Killer was killing people for a fucking decade and went into hiding for like 30, 40 years and no one knew who he was until they did a DNA test and now they caught that motherfucker. He in jail. He's like seventy four, chilling in jail now.
1: Now. Now. Shit, lived his life. And he did then live he got his life locked up.
0: But I wouldn't want to die and not know who he was, or mm-hmm. especially the victim. So he would
1: have been sitting on a chair on a porch. Instead, he's sitting in a chair in jail.
0: He didn't have a good life. Like he was like. An angry man. <laughs> so, like, everyone left him. His wife, his kids were like, You cray.
1: He had wife and kids, though.
0: He did. That was his front. And he was a cop. Motherfucker. Mm.
1: Don't take me down your rabbit hole. I'm sorry. <laughs> my favorite
0: murder. Hi. If anybody knows the ladies from my favorite murder, Karen in Georgia, I need to be on there because I know so much shit. I'm ready. I've even sent an a letter to them. Did you really? I did. Uh, Hometime murder.
1: I got you. <laughs> all right, well, let's dive into this cast because uh, it's a hugely not-so-big cast. Not for our – no. I mean, especially <laughs>
0: after doing last week where we had all these fucking kids Dude, to talk about.
1: so many – I enjoyed it, though. That was fun. That was fun. And the drink was good. Thank you again, Mr. Daniel Periodic. Thank you. My dude. Great filmmaker, by the way. You got to check out some of his stuff.
0: He's great at everything I've ever seen him ever do, so...
1: Oh, that's right. You worked with him. hmm I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to do a little shout-out to Miss Eddie McClurg, because I love her, and she's great, and she's in one of my favorite movies of all time. Refresh. She plays Mallory's mom.
0: Oh, uh-huh. What is your... What? Oh, wait, don't tell me. Are you saying that Fresh is your favorite?
1: It's one of my favorites, absolutely. Is that what you're talking about? Cause yes, that's her, it is. A real righteous yeah.
0: dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly.
1: Grace.
0: She's so cute. She's Grace! Like, <laughs> she's like snapping at her all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. That's right. She plays an awful person in this book. Is but- it Mr. certain so
1: I'm expecting you in Homeroom? Probably.
0: Probably. What a little asshole. <laughs> she's so great. You know, also I love she, that movie. you know what also she's in that, that I love? Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yes, she is. Well he's like, I was on that fucking tar <laughs> bag, getting the fucking car, and it was the fucking wrong key, and I went all the way the fucking there and the fuck fuck fuck. He's just fucking right. And she's like, Well, do you have your uh receipt? No, I threw it away. And she's like, Well, you're, you're fucked. fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite it's so good she's so good <laughs> she she impenalized everything that like any person that's ever worked in like retail or customer service has had to deal with and wanted to say to somebody oh yeah i've said <laughs> some shit
1: and gotten away You're with it full. if they use i'm not gonna many... lie i kind of mm, jedi mind tricked a few customers to get myself out of trouble
0: if so if a customer used as many f-bombs as he fucking did I'm about to say fuck back to you, because mm-hmm. you obviously you don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. You can go fuck yourself at that
0: point. Yeah, because I yep. had to walk up the fucking ramp. No
1: longer a uh, customer and a customer service representative. Mm-mm. At that point, it's a person to person.
0: And I use fuck a lot, mm-hmm. especially when I'm mad. <laughs> All
1: right. It's a good filler. <laughs> you can't find the motherfucking words. It's like,
0: Moth- fuck, you
1: motherfucking fuck. fucking shit in this motherfucking... If you find the motherfucker, tell him that he owes me this motherfucker money, motherfucking dollars.
0: <laughs> All I'm saying is we need to do planes, trains, and automobiles for Thanksgiving so I can do that monologue of the fucks. <laughs> <laughs> <I> Won't it? <laughs>
1: Well, she is in here and she plays Mallory's mom, and I think she does a great job in this one, too. Especially horrible she, like, lady. Horrible person. That's why you don't sure. feel
0: bad when she dies. I mean, I, don't I, feel ki- bad. I kind of feel bad because she was in an abusive relationship. She with allowed a man, it to happen. But she allowed it to happen. That's exactly. what I'm saying. You
1: haven't touched me in 15 years. What about you? How do you explain the kid? You were drunk and you thought you were in Mallory's room. That's why we have Kevin. What so up. gross. So fucked up, dude. Ugh.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. what you And that's the next person.
1: Rodney Dangerfield mm. has a nice little cameo in here, and he plays the dirtiest of people an unemployed, just disgusting, perverted, inbred molester, in-red molester mm-hmm. you know, and does a good job. I hate him, as you're supposed to hate him.
0: But I've never hated Rod- Roddy Dangerfield except in this movie except in this movie this is, the you know? thing. This is his first drama yeah
1: he's, he's playing a role you gotta accept that you know
0: but he does a good job like if you it wasn't you
1: genuinely hate the motherfucker if it wasn't
0: so dirty like especially when funny. he's
1: like talking to or about Mallory Ugh. Ugh. you know especially go up
0: there and you better clean yourself you make
1: sure it's a good shower cause I'm coming up after to see how clean
0: you are <laughs> <Ugh>. oh. <laughs>
1: I wasn't going to say that part, but. Yeah. He's so gross. He's disgusting. Yeah.
0: Well, okay, so Rodney I Dangerfield. I was going to say when he's
1: at the dinner table, he's like, after I eat, I'll show her some tenderness. Mm. Ugh.
0: And I love Rodney Dangerfield. I love Rodney Dangerfield. Um, He didn't get this film, he didn't really understand what the fuck was going on. He okay. Didn't, he f- Which is good. He first didn't understand why that means he's
1: not really a psycho.
0: Yes. He didn't understand why Stone wanted it. No offense, Oliver. <laughs> I feel like basically he didn't understand why they were making such light of a dark subject by pairing it with like a 1950s sitcom. Ah, I see. That was his issue. It was like, okay, he's molesting and abusing his family, but you're having a laugh track and mm-hmm. like adding jokes and making it very light, which I... To be honest with you, I it's kinda, a choice. I appreciate that choice. Actually, instead of making it super dark, where he's molesting his child and beating his wife, they make it so that you can get it mm-hmm. quickly without having to see it. Sure. Like you see snips of him like you grabbing on her, and you know, but you don't see it. See it, which would be a lot darker and make this movie even this movie more would darker.
1: Be rated. Even worse, it's already an R-rated movie. It would be rated like TV, what is it called, MA-17
0: or whatever? NC-17. Mm. So yeah, it would be, it probably would end up being one of those. So I'm glad that the style that he went, like a, the Honeymooners, sure. the I Love Lucy kind of route of it, you know, bow straight to the moon. Like, uh-huh. you know, the Honeymooners are joking about domestic violence and it's kind of the same thing that what he's doing is just way darker. Yeah, for sure. Um, but Stone loved his performance, sure. And you know, the critics loved the performance and it's kind of known as one of the best part of the movie is that part because of having someone who's so funny, so light to play something so dark. It's
1: kind of the only way that you can swallow that part of the movie.
0: Yeah. I agree. Because he. Cause
1: if not, it would have been so raw and so dark that people would not have finished the movie, I don't think.
0: That's what I'm I saying. I think a lot of people it's would too have turned early. away. It's too early. Mm-hmm. And making it, you know, killing them and the molestation, all that was made light of, but not. not to be made light of, but Mm -hmm. just to make it lighter for the movie. Which I appreciate because if it was darker, I doubt that I would... (laughs) This is, like, the darkest I can get, girl. I can't get much darker than this.
1: And strangely enough, like, Mickey and Mallory, uh, they're not portrayed as the villains. No, they're anti-heroes. Yeah, they're anti-heroes. Like, the the, uh, antagonists in the movie are Tom Sizemore and Robert Downey Jr.
0: And they're both... Awful people. They're awful fucking people <laughs> awful that have people.
1: made their way into the system. Like Tom Sizemore plays the main detective, and he's fucking dirty, dude. First he's of all, gross, he wears just... those nasty ass underwear. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to point that out.
0: But his pubes no hanging out. Do you see the pubes?
1: Man wears those fucking underwear.
0: I won't say that because <laughs> there's some strippers or um, fit gay men who will wear that, and I'd that's be like, that's for Hell like.
1: Yeah. Yeah fashion and for like uh but you're right that's like everyday wear and things like that like you don't my dress up for a, fuck a hooker yeah <laughs> not only that that shit'll cause you to not have kids because that that's the same as like uh a woman wearing bras with the wire the underwire cuts we do off that circulation we do that yeah but you know i just want to bring it out to women's wire, attention yeah. ladies if you can avoid wearing bras with the underwire, save yourself the trouble later on in life and uh, avoid breast cancer. Because well, you know, that underwire causes a stoppage in blood circulation and it causes blood clots and possibly cancer.
0: Dang. I'm it's hard for who, a big titty bitch like me I to do understand. it without the wire.
1: I'm just Killing saying. me. All if, right. If you can lose I just spent a bunch of money on bras. Thank I you for that. Tell not me pass now. Pass any judgment if you just don't wear bras ever again. I and I'm speaking for all women. I don't care. He you does. Know, I'm he not gonna does look. allow
0: me to to be here bra-free, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Because bras we'll go back to
1: the tribal ways. I don't give a shit.
0: Titties are awesome, no matter what shape or size, how close they are to the ground or how close they are to God. They're, beautiful they're all the no beautiful. What. And I love them. Okay. We were still on. Rocky, oh, that's right?
1: right. We were talking about Tom Sizemore and his. Uh, oh, his da or yeah. his his uh Man, what the banana hell hammock it? yeah banana hammock we'll call it that yeah fellas stop wearing those too because that's how you get testicular cancer fuck you gin for fucking up my words
0: testicular cancer i know i was kind of thinking of not putting gin in this drink too i was like just what if i just make it and just not put the gin <laughs> in there so tom sizemore
1: i've always loved this guy Like, he always plays either a cop or a soldier for the most part, or a criminal. I was like, he usually
0: plays a douchebag, at least from what I've seen. From what I've seen. What else has he been in so I can remember? A million things. I know he has
1: Uh, Saving Private Ryan, Heat, uh, You're Not Gonna Like This, but uh, Pearl Harbor. I thought he did a great fucking job in that. Black Hawk Down. Love Black Hawk uh, Down. Red Planet, this movie. Like, he's been in all of them okay he's got you're that right, specific right. voice too he
0: does he has that look he has that mm-hmm. that and he portrays this
1: i like him character. in heat like do me a favor yes. stop talking okay slick so
2: <laughs> he does this
0: character is so good he's fucking sick like thinking of him like the scene where he kills the prostitute and mm-hmm. then he's screaming for like i'm gonna get you mallory like he's like mickey mickey I'm coming to get you. Mickey, I'm going to get you. Like, he's fucking.
1: Dude, he's so dirty. He's such a bad person. Yeah. Like, uh, especially when uh, after Mallory's scene in the auto shop on top of the Stingray Corvette. Oh, where he's. He like, imagine that, that right her there. a like... the perfect ass. Now,
2: that is a perfect ass.
1: And he's like dissecting the scene. Don't get me wrong, but he's also romanticizing the whole situation. Looking at a reflection in the car, seeing her reflection in the car, and like he's just playing the whole thing out in his mind. Yeah, you know, and he is getting off on it. He's sick. Yeah, he's a sick, twisted man for sure.
0: He's sick. He don't need to have no children. He don't even need to fucking catch these people. Mm -hmm. He he. Having him be the person to catch them. It's perfect because he's just as evil as they are. Mm-hmm. God knows how many people. I mean, God knows I would how many, say many more. people he killed. He
1: just has a license to be evil.
0: That's true. He's been doing this for years, killing people, prostitutes, druggies, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Mickey and Mallory have only been doing this for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. Three weeks they killed like 38 people, 40 something people, like something yeah. something crazy like that. But 52. 52 people.
1: According to Mickey. 53 you know. if you count Wayne.
0: Yeah. And they didn't and want And that's him. it. And they, and didn't he,
1: they regret one, the old just man. Just one.
0: And I would regret him too because...
1: That was an accident. That was an accident. That wasn't meant to happen. That sucks. Because
0: he housed us. Dude. You killed life! He fed us! He took us in there! He fed yeah, us! You just killed him! That's why... Too. I know. That's why I understand her when she's like yelling at him about it because... You wake up to that and you're like, dude, we were actually being like decent people mm-hmm. <laughs> and you fucked it up.
1: And at the end of the day, they kind of want to be decent people, you know, so they want to end up that way.
0: Do you think that they end up as decent people?
1: I think they do. Cause yeah. They have the kids and they, they just have the kids. They, it's almost like a, a redneck paradise life. You know, you travel the world. You've got your RV. You're raising the kids in the RV. They're doing their thing. Uh, I don't know how they're making money, though. And that's the only thing that... Maybe they're just
0: robbing liquor stores. I don't have a problem with that.
1: I mean, um, if they're killing people... Yeah, that's true. If they're killing people, then I got a problem with it. I don't think they're killing
0: people anymore with the kids.
1: Smashly in that motherfucking building. Smashly
0: in the motherfucking building! Speaking of people who have
1: had a week. Hey, baby. How you doing? Oh,
0: my God. You look so sad.
1: She's been working hard. She work hard for the money. Eh, 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 eh. Eh. <laughs>
0: so when is Pride Week month again? <laughs>
1: That's uh May, right? Eh, or June?
0: Eh, eh, eh. I think it's June.
1: Okay, babe, come have a drink with us, cause I know you need it. You've had a hell of a day and an even worse week, and a beer won't cut it. But can I entice you in a six-barrel shotgun?
0: Here, come taste this. Come taste this first, and then tell us what you think. I think you'll like it. Actually. I think
1: she's gonna like it. Yeah. It's like a Long Island ice She
0: likes drink. her old man drink. This is like all... Like
1: yeah, come on over here, old man. It's
0: all old man drinks wrapped into one. I'll make it for you to say the word. Oh, that's
2: pretty good. Grab mm. a cup. That's good.
1: Uh, by the way, Happy Chinese New Year to everybody oh, out yeah. there. Oh, how do ba- you say it, babe? Gong Hei fat Choy. What is it? Gong Hei Gong Hei fat choy, choy. Is gong gong how you pa pa choy. Say it Chinese. <laughs> Is it Pak
0: Choy? And then uh,
1: a lot of Vietnamese out there as well. I don't know uh, how to say that. I can't that. remember exactly how to say it in Vietnamese.
0: But happy New Year's over there.
1: No, you know what it is? Chuk Mừng Năm moi. Chuk For my Vietnamese people out there.
0: I know. Was that close?
1: I don't know. I wasn't listening.
0: I'm going to say yes.
1: <laughs> I was too busy focusing on my pronunciation. But anyway, we wish everybody a happy Chinese New Year out there. So, uh, we're moving pretty quickly here to Mr. Robert Downey Jr.
0: Wait, I had one for Tom. Fun fact! During filming, Juliet broke Tom's nose when she slammed him into a fucking.
1: So she really broke Whoa. his nose? Yeah. Wow. Because he says it in the movie. Fucking
0: bitch broke my nose! Fucking bitch broke my fucking nose!
1: Oh, damn. Maybe he wasn't acting at that moment.
0: Fucking bitch broke. I mean, I hope so. He called her a fucking bitch. Damn. She's just acting.
1: But she broke his nose. She went all Sean Penn on his ass. Well, <laughs> Found it. There's that lemon we were looking there's for. that lemon juice I was for. <laughs> Okay. I didn't realize that. So she really broke his nose, huh? Yeah. That damn.
0: Don't fuck with Julius Lewis. She, Oliver Stone, Stone wanted her to work out mm-hmm. and be bulked. and She's like, I don't think that Mallory would be like that. And he was like, well... Then you should at least take kickboxing, because I need you to look like you can... Yeah, she's got to be
1: lean, for Mm -hmm. sure. She doesn't have to be bulky, like, uh, what's her name, in Terminator 2, but she does have to be able to handle herself. Sarah Connor.
0: Sarah Connor?
1: Yeah. So I think that Mallory's physique for this is... Pretty ideal. I think she was right in not wanting to bulk up. I think she was right to want to stay lean and slim. Which is totally her. Because uh, from a male perspective, it's just more attractive to, say, Mickey. Uh You know? And I think that her lifestyle wouldn't suggest a bulkier physique.
0: She looked good. Mm -hmm. She was super skinny. I think she looked great. She was fit. She kind of looked like, I mean, that's her body type yeah. normally. I feel like she's just very and She may have lanky and skinny. up a little bit and like gotten I do feel like her stomach fit. is like on point. Uh-huh. On point? I'm like kind of jelly of her Bro. fucking palate. I also like to say that I love her dancing. She'd be killing it on her dancing. She'd be super gone hippie style with it. hmm We ain't on her yet, though. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, hurry up! Let's get on this bitch. Can I give
1: you? I tried to hurry up. You're the one to pump the brakes. Stop well, side seat driving.
0: I just wanted to give you a fucking fun fact before you moved on.
1: I know. I do you want another fun... fun fact?
0: You want another one before we go? Hit me with your best shot. I'm gonna hit you with my best shot. All right. Do you want to know about something technical that happened with the movie, or do you want to know about something that happened in the aftermath of the movie?
1: I want to learn about something in the technical aftermath. I had of a feeling
0: like you were gonna say that. This movie has three thousand cuts. Word. And most films have about seven hundred cuts. And that just kinda gives you an idea of how much work they did on like the extra stuff and the extra little clips. Uh Uh-huh. For a hundred
1: and twenty minute film, seven hundred cuts means about roughly five to six cuts per minute. So yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of It's a lot of
0: fucking cuts. So Big ups to whoever edited this fucking movie because you did the damn thing. Well, yeah, you edited four movies. You did the damn
1: thing. There's a lot of fun, fucking cool things.
0: Do you want another one? You want another one? Give me another one. Ain't nobody scared of you. Do you want the one I was going to say or do you want another one (laughs) about filming?
1: I want the one that you want to throw out there. Okay, so we're going to get to all of them. We're
0: about to get to it. This one. This is your movie. This one has something to do with. What? There you go, my (laughs) love. So this has something to do with the real world. So in 1995, so a year after this movie, dropped two teens, watched this movie, dropped some acid, and then later that night went to, I guess, a convenience store and shot and paralyzed the store clerk.
1: I knew you were going to make me upset.
0: I knew. Yeah, I'm sorry. And then they killed a manager. And eventually, they got caught because they were like eighteen year old stupid ass like teenagers. But the thing that made this big is that one of the teenagers was like, "Well, the reason why we did this is because we watched Natural Born Killers, and it kind of because there were like a couple, you know, oh, we could be Mickey and Mallory kind of shit." So I'm gonna say
1: this right now: it's not the movie's fault.
0: I haven't killed nobody yet, and I've wanted to kill people, but I haven't not especially not cuz of this fucking movie. So um
1: that's like that bullshit that happened a few years ago when The Dark Knight came out and uh some dude shot up a movie theater. That wasn't the movie's fault. It wasn't. And that kid was already fucked up long before the movie came out. And
0: when you do stupid shit like that,
1: that's just it, it affects for everything. Excuse.
0: When I worked at the movie theater, we fucking on really big movies, we would have a lot of security because we didn't know who the fuck was coming. Mhm. So these killers, they accuse Stone of being irresponsible for putting a movie out like this that glorifies serial killers and murderers. All right. This movie eventually ends up going to trial because they end up suing them, suing them and Warner Brothers. So Jen, dude. Yeah, they there's Jen in there. Yeah, there's Jen. I'm sorry. It's good though.
1: It's gonna fuck up your speech a little bit.
0: Um, yeah, so they did some, like, legal stuff. And it stone wasn't Brothers. And the studio went to court over this. And Hollywood at the time was like, oh, shit, what the fuck's going on? Because if this passes as, you know, they're guilty for starting these kids off into murdering, this will change the entire industry completely. Mm-hmm. You won't be able to make the Dark Knights and you won't be able to make all these things because... People can't watch movies and not kill people. Apparently. We talked about this on another Woody Harrelson one where we talked about it on Money Train where people were trying to like blow up trains and rob trains because of this movie or Mm -hmm. around the time of this movie so they kind of blamed it on it. I also feel like this is the same thing. But uh, eventually it got thrown out and everything was good. Good. And so by 2001, 2002, it was like settled. But... There was a period of time where Hollywood was kind of shaking over... Making
1: this... controversial movies.
0: Exactly. Which I
1: get, but at the same time, no. No, these are movies. These are movies. It will say specifically if it's a movie that is made to teach you something or it's made as a result of an occurrence yeah. or the director will speak out publicly saying, I made this movie because of this situation that's happening in here and I wanted to you know do my part or this that or the other but if it's a movie like this that is made for entertainment
0: purposes I will also say that it's both of those categories it is. It absolutely because is. what he is saying it's in this movie to society at the is same time. not glorifying this it's saying yo bitches you guys glorify media you glorify murderers and serial killers exactly, and you make them into celebrities if
1: if this shit needs to be on trial, then the nightly news needs to be on trial.
0: 2020 needs to be on trial. Absolutely. 60 and Minutes needs to be the on trial. When's the last time
1: you saw some good news on the fucking news? Never. So all that Never. shit. Because good so news doesn't sell.
0: Basically, the First Amendment same saved them for this because freedom of speech.
1: I feel you. Okay. Well, we're already uh, speeding right along here. Uh, I don't know if this is the movie that I want to talk in depth about Robert Downey Jr., but I will say that he does a good job and I hate him.
0: I also agreed with you on that because I was like, I feel like this is not the best movie for us to like dive, dive into that dude mm-hmm. because I would the,
1: say Chaplin personally,
0: which I have not seen. Dude, I would Robert say Tropic Thunder. That's a good one. Dude. I love that movie. He gets to be black for something. <laughs> he gets to be black and he does a good black job. <laughs> That's what I got to say. I don't know, not one black person who's upset at Robert Downey Jr. No, everybody am sure did a good job. I'm sure there's some black people out there who are upset about it. <laughs> but all the black char- people. I know. <laughs> what he
1: say? I don't break character till the to- DVD commentary, baby.
0: <laughs> and you know what's funny? Is that me and Rashad say that?
1: Yeah, apparently Ben Stiller got the most heat on that movie because of the usage of the word retard.
0: You can't go full retard, though. Exactly. It's a thing. Never go full retard. I understand it's... that. Times are changing. So, yeah. But that movie at was making time, fun of all of that shit.
1: Robert Downey was feeling like, oh, all right, so everybody's mad at Ben Stiller, and that's where all the heat is going, and I kind of dodged a bullet.
0: I mean, him taking that role had to been like, he had to debate on that shit, because that's a real big step to do. I'm going to
1: tell you this. I was listening to him on uh, Joe Rogan, I think last week, Uh and he talks about that situation, and his mom was like, Bobby... (laughs) Don't do I don't it. know if this is the movie. For I don't you. think it's the <laughs> thing. To be honest with you, I probably
0: would not have taken it if I was him. As an actor,
1: though, you kind of relish the opportunity.
0: Yeah, but then you don't want a whole race You've, mad at you. Nobody's mad at him. Nobody's mad because he did a good job. He, he didn't took, make fun of
1: him. No, you he took it as serious. as serious as physically possible.
0: I guess it's good because it's not like a white guy who's supposed to be a black character, it's a white guy. Playing a black character mm-hmm. who's a white guy. Like he, like yeah. he, <laughs> there's a lot of other things. There's that a lot of variables. variables of inception yeah, there. He is. you know he's, he is white. You know he's he's white. a white he guy. Knows he's he's white. a
1: brown eyed, brownish black haired white guy playing an Australian blue-eyed, blonde-haired yeah, blue eyed blonde haired white guy who's portraying a he's black, black guy, guy in the worst. War movie ever created. <laughs> yes, and he does a great job. Both of them, like his fucking scene with Tobey Maguire
0: in the mid, in the beginning. That just whole movie is awesome. I don't. We great have to just do movie. that fucking fantastic movie. I fucking can't movie. Even. But Rob, but
1: anyway, in this movie,
0: Robert Downey Jr.
1: plays Wayne guile Did is you that know? His name?
0: Yeah. Did you know that he had an influence on how his character turned out? So, I did not. Robert Downey Jr. He spent. Some time in Australia with a TV shock king, Stephen Dole Levy. Okay. I don't know who he is, but he's probably like a big fucking type of person in Australia. Got gotcha. you. Who does these kind of shows like his character does. So he went, spent some weeks hanging out with him in Australia, learning his character. Mm-hmm. And when he came back, he kind of had an Australian accent. For sure. And Oliver Stone and them were like, I love it. Associative regression, dude. Keep it. There you go. And so the,
1: I get the character stuck went from, in that shit all the time.
0: I know you do. <laughs>
1: I'm drinking. Leave me alone. <laughs> I know
0: you do. And he, yeah, so he changed his character from being American to Australian because this fool did his research and just got swept up in it. And they wanted to fucking use him for that. Okay.
1: I like that a lot. And I think he does a great fucking job. I genuinely hate him. And he's also probably more evil than Mickey and Mallory. Just like Tom Sizemore's character is. Here's the thing. You know? Like especially when they're doing that fucking interview. Like I he do. wants he that dirt. He wants to push Mickey.
0: I up. saw what it was like in Grenada.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I was there when the hit the fan at Grenada.
0: I saw it all go down at Grenada. And
1: when it gets dirty and it gets like in the th- Thick of Mickey's evil, you might say. Robert Downey just fucking relishes it. That's kind that's of why I like him. and money. All he sees is dollar signs.
0: Because I do hate that all he does is see is dollar signs. He wants to, you know, make his name, make his start. But there's a point in the movie where he is just like... I think that he is flirting with the idea of being an outlaw like them because he calls his wife and tells him, like, fuck you, bitch, I'm leaving, keep all the money, I don't give do no two shits. <laughs> Nothing, nothing, nothing. Hung up on her. Like, he was, like, He's an addict. In He's the an moment. adrenaline junkie. He was in the moment, like, oh, my God, this is kind of probably, maybe they'll take me along with them forever and it would be, like, a threesome of us, like, killing people. I don't know what he thought. But at that uh-huh. moment, he... He
1: fucked up. That's where he fucked up, right there.
0: It didn't matter. He dies anyways.
1: Same thing as what's-his-name in... That movie that I love. Oh, yeah, that one? That I'm too drunk to remember right now.
0: That one? Who's in it?
1: Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor. Harlem Nights. Yes. (laughs) Hey, baby, put mommy on the phone. Yes. Hey, Carol, it's Richie. Listen, I ain't never coming home no more. Take it easy.
0: He's like, yeah, Yeah. that was good.
1: That's where he fucked up.
0: That's where he fucked up. (laughs) Exactly. What are you, a fucking moron? He is a fucking... Just because your name is heroin doesn't mean you have to do it. (laughs) Or you have to sell it or whatever the fuck he does. (laughs) Stupid. I love it. <laughs> he was oh, so gosh. about it.
1: So one of my favorite mo- moments in this movie is once again where somebody does something that they can only do one take of. Such as? When Woody Harrelson shaves his head. Yeah. Fuck yeah. He went all G.I. Jane on that shit. And I'm not going to lie. I, oh, I was going to wear my John Lennon glasses tonight.
0: Oh, he does has his. Okay.
1: But his are red and mine are black.
0: My thing is, I don't understand why the cover of this movie says Natural Born Killers with an S, but there's only Woody Harrelson on the cover. That's true. I always thought that was dumb. I think that she needs she to be on be there. Right she there. should be on there because it's like a Bonnie and Clyde mm-hmm. story. It absolutely is. He's as much as a killer as she is as much as a killer. It
1: absolutely is. And I, and I really. always,
0: I like, not that I don't love the cover and mm-hmm. I do think It's a great
1: fucking portrait. It looks
0: great. But you could also like put hers right next to it and it's just it would I feel like it would probably make it better. I, I think know so. that I before think it would have. before I saw the movie, the cover of it was something that I had already you know memorized I knew but once I saw the movie, it was totally different because it wasn't just about him. Mm-hmm. She wasn't like, oh, let me kidnap her and she's just kind of along. no she's she in is this
1: his partner She is his partner absolutely. She does
0: killings on her own
1: absolutely maybe. I kind of have why. two theories on this. One, why? it could be just chauvinistic. Nineteen ninety three.
0: Uh, that's what I obviously. That's what I think. But what's the other one?
1: Numbers. Straight up numbers. Juliette Lewis is not as big of a draw as Woody Harrelson in nineteen ninety
0: three. I feel like she was already nominated for two Academy Awards by then. By then, Are yeah. You
1: sure. Not that I know of. By
0: Kate Fear, she was a, ne- and she was a teenager. She was nominated by that one. We just talked about that in uh, Christmas Vacation. So you could be right. So she was already a big name. She's fucking nominated for an Oscar. You can't put her on the cover. Then it's
1: got to be chauvinistic. That's why I think
0: that is that because she was at the beginning of the top of her game.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Fucked sure. Fucked up, man. How are
0: yeah. you going to do a movie, put a cover with just that fucker in it when it's about two of them? I don't know. Dudes, you guys fucking suck. He, was, right.
1: he was coming off of fucking White Man Can't Jump. I can't. I don't know. He definitely was. Uh oh, but that's before 92, we get huh? to those two, we got to talk about my dude, Tommy Lee Jones. I have Killing no fun it. facts
0: for him because I guess We're
1: just going to talk about him in this movie. We're not going to dive deep into him because he is in he's in and out of this movie quick. He is very
0: one before his character has so much energy, so much so charisma much that you're just like yeah, I guess you should be the warden of this place. Yeah, when he, he takes those fucking needle nose pliers
1: and grabs homeboy's nose and then wraps <laughs> that shit around it. And like he's just he's in there. Like what is going uh, no shit. homeboy said him, you can be on American Gladiators or some shit like that. Yeah, because he breaks <laughs>
0: up prisoner fights. You're the warden and you're legitimately breaking up prisoner fights. That, that is a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old-timey Lee Jones is. He's been old my whole Donald fucking You see Donald Sutherland
1: life. breaking up fights, and he's played a warden a number of times. In what? Donald Sutherland? Yeah. Lock up okay. with okay. Sylvester
0: Stallone? Okay, okay, you're right, you're right. You're he plays a lot of, like, bad authority figures. For sure. I just obviously think of him as President Snow. Hunger Games. Hunger Games? <laughs> <laughs> President Snow? Fucking awful ass, blood <laughs> That's like a warden. He is a warden of... Warden of the world. Of the districts, of, of the, district yeah. everything, yeah, the capital, mm-hmm. all of it, yeah. There you go. That movie's going to be on air. I don't give two shits what you say. I love Hunger Games. I never said anything. And bad you about know what? Games. I personally, if I pick it, I mean, I'm not going in order. I'll not go doing all whatever. of them though. No, so that Shit. means I can pick whatever we one can, I want.
1: If we do a Hunger Games, that's got to be the same month that we do Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. We're, we're just, just going to do month. like fantasy month.
0: All I know is that Hunger Games will also have Woody Harrelson in it. Word. And he'll have a blonde wig.
1: <laughs> he's the white Samuel Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least in our show. Huh? I fucking love that guy. <laughs> my goodness. Uh, and he's next on our list because he is not the star of this movie, Juliette Lewis is. In my personal opinion, it's her story more than it's his.
0: It is because you see from where she started it's her to perspective. where she ends. Oh my God. I'm so
1: glad. And we've talked about him a number of times. but in We've only movie, talked about her once. Dude, Woody fucking Harrelson is the most relaxed, charismatic person in this movie. You notice that he never gets riled up. The most riled up you see him is when he's in a gunfight and he's fucking getting tased. Yeah. You can't really... Keep your energy level down at that point. The drugstore shootout is. Everything else, he's cool. He's calm. He's collected. He is fucking so good in this movie. And Oliver Stone is known for directing actors to an Oscar. This is one of the few movies where he actually didn't. Or maybe I'm just too drunk to know. No, I think you're pretty right. But I don't think uh, Woody Harrelson or Juliet Lewis got nominated for this one, Especially and it in could the 90s. be because of the content. You never know. But my dude is fit. He is good. lean. He
0: still has hair.
1: He still has hair. Question: Does Three he have hair? Three quarters
0: of the movie. Does he have hair after this movie, or is this the beginning of bald Woody Harrelson? I mean, this like, is... did he shave his head for this movie and just never grow it mm-hmm. back? No, I I don't know. That's how I feel. He had hair prior to this. Uh Uh-huh. Cheers, White Man Can't Jump. That motherfucker had hair. He had hair
1: after because he did Money Train after this movie.
0: He does have hair in Money Train. You know? That's 96, right? Something like that. He does have hair. you okay?
1: Yeah, because he had a little bit of hair in White Man Can't Jump. And then he probably grew it out for this. Mm. And then once he shaved it, he kind of liked the look of, you know, clean cut.
0: He looks good bald. He looks great bald. He looks really good bald.
1: Most white guys that are bald uh, immediately get associated with uh, white supremacy skinheads. Mm-hmm. I don't see that.
0: I don't see that. I see Woody Harrelson. He's he just motherfucking bald,
1: cleanly shaven.
0: It's Woody from Cheers, man. He's a bartender. <laughs> He's just chilling. He's just making his way when in the world today.
1: Everybody knows your name. Doom 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 doom.
0: And they're always glad you came. Don't get me started, you know this show. <laughs> you want to be where you can see. The troubles are all the same. You want to be where everybody knows your name. If you ever watch Cheers, watch it. It's on fucking Netflix, the entire series. It's a great show. If you like drinking like we do, it's a good show.
1: Love that movie. Or that show. Yeah. Uh, so Woody Harrelson... The minute he comes on screen, he's just charismatic and he's relaxed, and he's you been waiting somebody for you me? want to root for. Yeah, exactly. He's smooth with it. Yeah, you know. How am I waiting for something? Got that ponytail delivering meat that's secretly grain or whatever the fuck is falling Some out of that fucking meat. bag? And he's,
0: you know. Did
1: cheese. he come there specifically for Juliet Lewis, or did he really come to deliver meat?
0: I think it's fate. Like
1: fate? You believe in fate, Mallard? It might be fate.
0: Because that's what they say at the beginning and the end of the movie. hmm You heard of the thing called, what's it called, Mickey? Fate. <laughs> you know, she's all excited. <laughs> yeah. So, I think it's fate. I kind of feel like, well, I guess, I feel like Woody Harrelson would have killed somebody anyway. She probably necessarily wouldn't. But, because he loved her so much, to free her, he had to kill her parents.
1: Sure. And that kind of, created the catalyst i think that they're revolving around each other yeah and, and sometimes that's
0: also a thing is where they just feed off each, of other. each other yeah you're mm. crazy i'm crazy we're shooting people i'm shooting people mm-hmm. yeah and that's literally how their relationship worked and i enjoyed it
1: yeah it's almost like those two uh cylinders that each time they do a revolution around one another yeah they gain momentum They gain momentum and they're revolving in a circle at the same time.
0: It's the earth, the moon, and the sun. Do you want to know who could have been Mickey? No. Okay. So would you like to know about the black and white cuts? No. Would you like to know? I'm kidding. Tell
1: me who would have been Mickey, so I can okay. shit all over it. So
0: <laughs> Michael Madsen was supposed to be Mickey, but Warner Butter wanted someone else who was less intimidating. So Mr. Blonde, mm-hmm. Mr. Blonde from Yep, Resident Dogs. He is Mr. Blonde. He's yeah. blonde. Mr. Oh. Blonde from
1: Resident Dogs. By the way, we should probably give it big ups to Quentin Tarantino for writing this shit.
0: Girl, you know that was already. <laughs> Do you want to? A... You want that? Because I got that. <laughs> I had it in there. You know, there's no Quentin facts that go by me in any movie ever. So, like you said, Quentin Tarantino wrote this story, but he said that he hated the final cut. Really?
1: Because he didn't direct it and he's a director.
0: Well, Oliver Stone kind of, once they bought the script, he kind of like tweaked it. So, it is not the same script that was submitted by. Quentin Tarantino. It was sure. bought by Warner Brothers and Oliver Stone. Yeah. And Quentin Tarantino was almost at the point before selling this, about to make it himself with like 16 millimeter fucking cameras out guerrilla style in the streets of a Los Angeles. Okay, Was initially how it was going to be done, mm-hmm. but once he sold it to Warner Brothers and Oliver Stone, it changed. He fixed the script the way he wanted it and Quentin Tarantino hated it. Sure. So he hated it until a chance encounter with Mr. Johnny Cash Ooh. in an elevator. Okay. And in this elevator, Johnny Cash is like, "Hey, Quentin Tarantino, like me and my wife June, sweet sweet June." I love that bitch. They were big fans of his. Okay. And then they were like, "And we're especially big fans of Natural Born Killers." Exactly. So that kind of changed his feeling on the movie having the king of country i guess you could say country the king of country fucking be like we love everything you do especially natural born killers which he felt oh, you like
1: mean, i mean at the same time it's like you mean you love the movie that i didn't direct and somebody changed my writing to
0: you don't tell that to johnny cash you say know, thank you
1: secretly gotta be thinking that in your mind
0: i mean this idea wouldn't come it wouldn't I mean, have been made how without. how much
1: him. did true romance get changed
0: I would say not much much, because it's uh, Rodriguez who's doing it Mm -hmm. and they're best friends. Yes. So if I directed a movie that you wrote, there'd be very little changes in there because I love you.
1: Appreciate that.
0: Yeah. I love you and I don't want you yelling at me about me changing your shit. Absolutely. (laughs) I'd be right there on the podium. Yeah. So I think that True Romance is closer to what his normal script, if it's not entirely his script. Mm Mm-hmm. But this one was not. So yeah, it's a little bit about QT.
1: I got you. And he's—that's gotta hurt if you're so close to making it yourself, and then all of a sudden you sell it.
0: Well, this was his second feature length screenplay, so he was still pretty new in the game by the time this one came out. And the first one was but True to Romance. Sell
1: two scripts and then do Reservoir Dogs? What the fuck?
0: And then Pulp Fiction,
1: bro. Brown. you're destined to become Quentin Tarantino
0: fucking kill Bill that was a good one that was a good one uh I'm trying to Django I'm trying to think of uh, oh, oh my god <laughs> yeah Inglorious Bastards that's where you get
1: might be my favorite
0: really we I haven't know. done it yet
2: I don't
1: know
0: we already did I my favorite I
1: don't know what my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie is
0: we already did mine yeah Jackie Brown baby oh that's right Jackie Brown that's my favorite yeah. Maybe it's because it's like a middle aged black woman. I don't know. I can relate, I guess. I'm not middle aged, but I will be. You're
1: getting there. You're working on it day by day. Day by fucking day. <laughs>
0: I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, getting there. Like, next birthday, you're middle-aged. I'm sorry, you got golden girl socks on. I do. I you're do. working on it. I do. That was brought to me by Ashley and Jason for Christmas. Golden Girl socks. They love me so much.
1: I love you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's talk. Time to talk about our uh, heroine of the movie, Miss Juliet Lewis. All
0: right, I don't have much for her because she cray cry, and we gonna talk about her in other movies. We oh. already previously talked about her in other movies.
1: We did. We talked about it a little bit in uh, Christmas Vacation, yeah. yo. So if you
0: want a little more on her, on that, she worked really hard on it. Grandma. Grandma? God. She's so I hope sweet nobody man. sees me out here in my pajamas looking at the Christmas lights. <laughs>
1: if they know your father, they'll understand. Yeah,
0: so she is crazy as fuck. Is she really? In this movie. Oh, okay. In this movie. I think that in real life she I feel like I don't I've never met the lady, so I obviously can't be like, Yeah, that's the bitch. Okay. But from what I have seen, I feel like this is her. Like It was her Amplified. Okay. Because she's a wild and crazy dancing, singing. I think she's just an artist. She's just an artist.
1: She's Maude, yo. She is. Yes. She's Maude from the first movie we ever did. What the hell's the name of it? The Big Lebowski.
0: Yes. But not as proper. She's kind of like more of a wild. But yes. Yeah. She's She's... just like weird in the art world. She knows some shit. Mm Mm-hmm. I've seen her do,
1: uh, I've seen some uh, videos of her doing like interpretive movement type of art where it's just her and a blank canvas and stuff. And yeah, she's just, she's an artist. I might
0: watch that. She's, I kind of like her dance.
1: I love her. I love her in this. I love her in August, Osage County. Yes. You know, she's
0: just an amazing actress. Well, if you love her, then you will love to know that she is in a rock band called Juliet and the Leaks. Nice. So she out there rocking it. I've seen, not live, but YouTube performance of her. You know, she dresses the part of a crazy rock and roll star. and Get it. you know, and she does a good job. Okay. I love her.
1: She's uh, coming up on uh, 46,
0: 47. Damn, Gina. Yeah. Well, she she sta- great. She started in the game so she young. And that makes sense. I mean, Cape Fear, she was like... 13, 14. Definitely. Damn. Maybe
1: she's 15. had a full career. Yeah. She can have a whole second career if yeah. she wanted
0: to. She could start selling real estate or painting pictures like fucking Jim Carrey. Or just
1: making movies in general. Or making you movies. I 30 don't... years from now, how do you know that, you know, maybe it's like, oh my God, Juliette Lewis, the director, the writer, oh my God. Oh, she was an actor before that. Is that, that? something no that no she's done? I don't know. I'm just saying in general. No,
0: but I mean, I wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't put it past
0: her, Put no. it past her, and I would feel like her movies would look a mm-hmm. lot the, like this you know, one. The
1: novelist, you know? Yeah. She might write some shit, you know?
0: She's the rock star, bitch. hmm She's doing it.
1: I love her in this. She goes from young teenage Mallory to mid-30s mother Mallory throughout the course of this whole movie. She does a lot of different changes in this movie. That's you true. Know, like when she's in the their RV, they're like only... in their mid thirties, and you know he's got his gut, and he's driving the RV, and That's she's true. got two kids that are and hanging she's out. Pregnant. And she's pregnant. Pregnant. She's actually going to the labor, if I'm not mistaken. She's just and their rampage lasted like three weeks. three fucking weeks. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like the most pivotal weeks of their life, just because 52 people died. God. I mean, God, <laughs> how many
0: people I want to kill a week more than that? Oh, shit.
1: That's why we drink on Fridays.
0: And this is why we drink. Cheers. Mm.
1: Kidding. I don't get angry anymore.
0: Now I'm going to have a tasty beverage.
1: Dude, I'm out.
0: Juliette have...
1: Lewis is amazing. She's fantastic. She's an artist to the truest form. Yeah. She's got some great things in development, and I hope we see a whole lot more of her. Oh, She's we got definitely a love... new show that is in pre-production called Sacred Lies that I'm very interested in. Okay. She plays a character named Harper. She's in six episodes, and I hope it's amazing. And also, she looks fantastic. Yeah, she looks she the same. She's 46 years old, and she, she looks said. fantastic.
0: I feel like she's older because we've seen her for so fucking long, but she's not. Mm-hmm. She's not. All right. You out? I'm out. Oh, shit, Gina. Okay. I'm out. Fun fact about Rodney Dangerfield. Let me put that Dangerfield on there because you fucking got excited. I'm <laughs> Dangerfield. We're
1: going to get some fun facts about Rodney? Karen, I'm looking what I'm looking at. I'm oh, shit. Right.
0: Okay, so Rodney I'm away. Okay, I'm away. Dangerfield. You can't do that. I, I just did it.
1: People want to know. I just did it. Tell us about Rodney.
0: I will give you one fact. How about that? And then I will go on to my book. Is that okay? That's Okay. Me and Rodney met in 2008 at a club in San Francisco because his best friend was dating my cousin previously, and they ran into each other, so they started talking, so we started talking. Fun fact about Rodney. There. That's one. That's one, bench. You only get one every month, <laughs> if that. I won't even have that many facts, dude. We dated for like a year and a half. It wasn't even that crazy. I feel like I so, know this guy. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. Do you know he... <laughs> Fucking, and you know the thing is, as I was doing my notes and I saw his name, I was like, fuck.
2: (laughs) I was like, fuck.
0: Hey,
1: I was, it didn't register until right now.
0: And the whole time I was like, you know what? You were just waiting for it. I thought that I was about to make it through the episode. I really thought I was about to to make it through the episode. So Rodney Dangerfield (laughs) was the first entertainer to own his own website no shit in February 1995 a year after this movie he was the first person to be like hey I get no respect I need to have a website and so now there was a website called www.rodney.com I don't know if it's still active with any of his shit but he I was mean, the first I mean my man
1: passed away in 2004 he sure did he sure did yeah, 15 years ago dude I know. It doesn't long seem
0: long, but I guess It doesn't time. feel
1: that way, but yeah, it's been a while.
0: He also is so funny that Johnny Carson had him on his show for 70 times. 70? 7-0. Fuck. And he was on the Ed Sullivan show 16 times. Damn. And he actually made Ed Sullivan laugh. Nice. Which was something that was hard to do. Yes, it is. So, Yeah. He also started out as like a comic before he was twenty. Shit didn't really work out. Yeah, he didn't. become he got famous married until his like late forties. And he was like, you know what? I should probably try this again. Mm-hmm. And then kind of worked. And then he stopped. And then it worked. He had to grow into the uh, the life. They like, couldn't get know, some life experience. Before. He couldn't be young because young people don't get no respect. Nope. <laughs> so, well,
1: and it's not exactly like he was the most handsome dude in the world. No. You know, he couldn't get those like leading man roles of the sixties.
0: No, but he can't get them in the 80s because we saw him in Caddyshack Uh and Back to School. Ladybugs, yo. Ladybugs. He was making (laughs) his fucking mark in the 80s and 90s. Fuck yeah. But in this movie in 1994, he wrote all of his filthy lines. Uh, So a lot of that shit is from him. Okay. Who knew? Sure. So for the first two to four weeks... It was shot in Stateville Correctional Center in Illinois. Oh, shit. And the extras for those first two weeks were real inmates.
1: I figured so. For the riots. It's tough to cast that many people like that.
0: Yeah, so for the riots, in the first two weeks of them filming it, they used real inmates with rubber weapons. They didn't give them nothing that they could start fucking a real, a real riot. riot with. Okay. But uh, on the second two weeks. Give them weeks, a little
1: time off their sentence or what? <laughs> Yeah. Put some money on the books.
0: A lot of people did have, like, violent crimes and murder charges. So, girl, you ain't getting off. You killed somebody. But um, they end up the next two weeks having 200 extras come in. And they had to put the prison in lockdown for them to film that stuff. So some of the stuff, some of the scenes are real inmates. Uh Especially, I would say, the lunch scene, Sure. Is more of real inmates, okay. especially the black and white inmate that are kind of going at it at the beginning when mm-hmm. Tommy Lee Jones walks in there. The white one is a real inmate who was in there for murder. Damn. And he, Oliver Stone liked his look and his style of him being just so inmatey mm-hmm. that he cast him and used him as a feature person.
1: I think I know which ones you're talking about, yeah. too. Like when uh, they're doing the walk and talk with Tommy Lee Jones, mm-hmm. I think those are real inmates that are trying to get the get attention. attention. Tommy Lee I Jones think those are too because I don't know if uh, too many actors that would be able to pull that off.
0: They were fucking in it and it was good. and that's why the prison scene feels so real and like panicked because they're using real fucking people. Mm-hmm. So this movie was ranked number eight on Entertainment Weekly's most controversial movies of all time. Shit. And I could totally see that, because a lot of people don't like it, and a lot of people do like it. Word. The black and white cuts were supposed to represent the lines that were inner lines. So whenever you see black and white, your characters are talking from their inner self. And when you see it in color, they're talking from their outer self.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Right? I'm going to have to re-watch the movie now. There's
0: so many subliminal shit in here. Coca-Cola also signed off on using their c- commercial in uh-huh. the movie, but that was prior to them actually reading the script. Read the script, yeah. bitches. <laughs> this movie took a long time to film. Well, it, look, it took a long time. I would think
1: so. There's a lot of different uh, locations and stuff.
0: I wouldn't say that. I would say it's, it took a long time to, a lot of com- exterior. to complete
1: oh, okay. in a
0: whole. So it took 56 days to shoot it, but it took 11 months to edit it. Eleven months, so practically a motherfucking year. I'm not to edit surprised. This shit. As many, as many cuts as we had, I'm gonna say three thousand cuts. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, you gonna need that time, dude. Plus, even like the sound mixing or the music, mm-hmm. they all swi- that shit has they to. They watch
1: in unison.
0: The guy who did the sound and the music, he watched the movie like fifty plus time before he even started editing it, because he had to get his fill on it. Yep. Uh. Oliver Stone also I didn't write this down but Oliver Stone also had a friend he convinced a friend to work on this movie with him. Everything went wrong. Like his marriage went wrong while he was doing this because he was so stressed out about this movie. Buck. You know, just you know, health reasons. Like a lot of things happened and he said this was like the worst movie that he ever worked on period. But all the worst the bad things that happened to him in the process of this movie helped him get into the right mind frame to edit this movie or to film this movie. So like that is something that you Your like
1: life crumbled and now you can edit this movie. Fuck. Ex- cray, right? Cray, Cray, Cray. See that's why I just do action
2: movies.
1: <laughs> yeah. My, my relationship doesn't have to end for me to edit that
0: movie. <laughs> I hope not. Because I'm going with Smashley.
1: <laughs> I know. Half my family's going with Smashley. I don't know what we're going to do with you. It's gonna be me and Robin.
0: I, you're wrong. You're wrong. I'm, I'm I not, don't get Robin? No, you're not wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> you're right. You get joint custody.
1: Of you? Yeah.
0: <sighs> Damn, you get me every Friday, bitch. That's fucked up. How about every other Friday? <laughs> Fine. I don't care. I don't want to be your partner anyway. Babe, she's all
1: yours. She's out. She is out. See? That's what you have to look forward to.
0: I'm about to drink her drink in a minute. so <laughs> You got to drink yours.
1: Oh, yeah. That was a good one. It was pretty good. <laughs> I'm out. Awesome. Good job. Natural Born Killers. Thank we you did very it. much.
0: We fucking did it. How long did we Dude, do it? Dude, I'm this?
1: drunk. Okay. I'm feeling good.
0: All right. Well, let me hit you with a Z for the people and then we can wrap this shit. Z
1: for the people. Uh, I don't know where that came from.
0: <laughs> he just did my life, you I guys. I totally the gun on you. <laughs> do you want to do it with me? Sure. It's time for Z for, for the, the people. people. Uh, yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> High five on knowing my fucking everything. He was on point. <laughs> and as I was saying, I was like, God, you are really predictable, <laughs> You're." A, so. I mean,
1: like 75 episodes in. <laughs> we got it down.
0: All right, so this Z for the people. What do you got for us? It had me thinking, because it was not the easiest. There's no foundation for serial killers. Okay. So it had me thinking of where this all started. Okay. And it all started with Mickey and Mallory as children. Okay. So, in 1952, two young Hollywood actresses, Sarah Berkner and Vera Lime, met on a set of a TV show back in the 50s and became lifelong friends. Okay. Gotcha. So in 1959, they go to Japan to entertain the troops over there and a big typhoon happened. Ooh. And so at this time, a typhoon happened and they were stuck in their hotel room for like days. So these two ladies were like, fuck this shit. We about to go out and go like see some shit and, you know, walk around the Japan streets. They go into an alley and they stumble into an orphanage. Where at the time was only 11 children that's family had no parents, had no home, had no one to care or love for them. And these ladies instantly fell in love with these kids. They hugged them and kissed them and they tried to through their translation books to communicate with them and eventually end up taking these 11 children back to their hotel room where they fed them, clothed them, and bathed them. That's awesome. Once they went to sleep, they were like, bitch, what are we going to do with 11 children? And we can't take these 11 children to L.A. Yeah. What are we supposed to do? So they would do their shows for the troops, send out baskets for money, saying, hey, girl, you know, we got some children that are like literally walking through these streets, unclothed. homeless. Exactly. And we just had a fucking typhoon happen. So like, let's help people out. And so the troops being so loving and strong... Donated their fucking money to help, and eventually, this home that they helped these children out with grew to be about a hundred people, hundred children. Damn! So they kept getting their money and helping out this community, and even came back to America and started their own orphanages and foundations. Eventually, having helping the kids out, about to the nineties, I guess, like child abuse hotlines where you can call. That's kind of where we got on the modern day where it went to one eight hundred four child where you can call for child abuse victims or anyone you suspect a child to be abused okay. you could call and let them know so at this point that is what they're doing they're helping children out all over making sure that they have homes and foods and Love and school and all the things that you need to be a great person and not turn out like Mickey and Mallory where you have families that abuse you you mentally, physically, sexually. These things will fuck you up forever and God knows if you're going to turn into the next Manson because basically that's kind of how he was grown up, was brought up, was... With abuse, with having a prostitute for a mother, with having been abused mentally, physically, and sexually. Mm-hmm. So those things do play a part in having serial killers and murderers. I'm not saying that that is the reason why, but it don't help.
1: No. So. It definitely raises the odds of you becoming that way.
0: Yeah. And so because of this, I found this wonderful charity called childrenhelp.org where you can go and donate your time, donate your money to help out children all over because they're babies. They don't know anything. They have If you don't have anyone to take care of you or to show you the right ways to do things, mm-hmm. you make things seem normal like kidnapping somebody and having sex in the room and killing them or just killing your parents. These things, it can happen. Yeah. And so I, babies, yeah, and I love this charity and I will donate because I did read and I love when I see charities that say anything like this, but every 90 cents from the dollar goes to help the children. Nice. So that's 10 cents that's going to the foundation and mm-hmm. 90 cents going to the babies Good. instead of opposite as how a yeah, lot of charities a lot of cherries
1: are a business.
0: Yeah where 10% goes to the kids and 90% goes to the charity. Yep. So when I saw that also on their page
1: the CFO of the charity is fucking rolling up in a Bentley.
0: Why do you have a Rolls-Royce, bitch? That makes no sense. And this foundation was started by two women, actresses, who saw a need for love for children and they supplied it. So if you feel inclined, donate your time or your money to childrenhelp.org. I thought that was a really cool
1: one. I believe
0: the children are our future. Thank you. <laughs> Teach them well, and man. Let, let them, them lead the, the way. way.
1: Show them all
0: the beauty they possess inside. Sing it. Give <laughs> them a sense, a pride. pride. <laughs> <laughs> you already did that last year. 30 man has
1: been my reverend since I was a little boy, Is and a, I love him dearly.
0: He's all like, Ugh.
1: "You're a very special man."
0: Kissing me. <laughs>
1: Okay, Reverend Brown. Where are they However, can find us? What's our people email? That is our show. Yeah. For the most part, we got a little scene to get uh, delivered to you guys in a minute. But please look us up on Podbean podcast, anywhere we find podcasts: Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Castbox. Dude, we're on all that shit except Pandora. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we're on that shit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, please spread the word that is lights, camera, cocktails. Because uh, yeah, we enjoy doing this and we want to continue doing this. But we need you guys' help. We need you guys to spread the word and tell people to listen to us.
0: Yes. Yes. Ah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you ready to knock
1: out the scene now that we're good and drunk?
0: I just want you to know, I'm good
1: and terrible. We're gonna fuck up the scene.
0: I'm gonna fuck this up, and I'm very scared of standing up. Don't stand up. I'm not not until it's over.
1: I'll tell you what. I will let you look at your paper the okay. entire time. But you got to stay on point with me.
0: I just want you guys to know that I might have very simple lines, but this is a very difficult.
1: This is a very difficult <laughs> scene at the same time. Because the lines are so difficult, uh, because they're so simple, and because they're one-word answers, it becomes a difficult dance. You ready to dance I was with like, me? yeah,
0: I'll be this character. And then I fucking try to do the script.
1: <laughs> it's not easy.
0: And I want to be your character. <laughs> <laughs> my my character's not easy either. It's not easy. I'm
1: relying on you. When you're ready. Put your hand down. You smiling? Yes. Why are you smiling? I love football. Football's fun. Fun, sir. Fun, sir. It's fun. You sure? I think. You think. First you smile, then you think. You think football is still fun.
0: Uh, yes. Sir? Yes. No?
1: No? Uh,
0: it was fun. Not
1: anymore, though, is it? No.
0: Is it? No, not right now.
1: No, no, it's not fun anymore. Not even a little bit.
0: Uh, no.
1: Come on, think. Since you're thinking now, make up your mind. Is it fun?
0: No, sir. No. No. Not at all? Zero fun, sir.
1: All right, listen up. I'm Coach Boone. I'm going to tell you all about how much fun you're going to have this season.
2: <laughs>
1: yep. <laughs> That's some hard shit to do after that.
2: Fucking hey!
0: <laughs> With Jim, what? that was hard. Oh, my God. <sighs> you ready to stand up? <laughs> no, I'm scared. I, I think I'm going to crawl. I'm just going to crawl to bed.
2: <laughs> Jesus.
1: All right, everybody. That is our show. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening in. We will be right back here next week with a great new episode for Black History Month.
0: Oh my god, yes, Black History back. Month! Black
1: History Month coming up. Month we
0: got of
1: four the great year. episodes ahead of us. Shortest month of the year. Right here next week on Let's Cocktails!
0: I'm a natural-born motherfucking killer. <laughs>